from the Carrier HVAC Zone Studios. This is 97.5-1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. Howard Beck, senior NBA writer for Sports Illustrated. Jazz winning some games without Donovan Mitchell. They're not playing the greatest competition necessarily, Howard, but what does it say about a team that they can keep winning basketball games without their number one offensive guy? I think what's encouraging about it is what happens in the playoffs if Donovan Mitchell's got an off game. If the defense is totally geared toward stopping him, does the offense have alternatives? Is there another way to attack that relies on everybody else? You don't want to be too dependent on one player when it gets to the postseason. So winning without Mitchell right now, I'm not saying it's some sort of preview or guide for the postseason but it does build confidence and it does show they've got alternatives he covers the jets for the new york post brian costello with zach wilson obviously highly touted if he does go to the jets what are his prospects for immediate success yeah it's gonna be a while the jets obviously they went two and 14 last year they got a lot of work to do they have 21 draft choices in the next two years so they have the ammunition to do it but it's not going to be overnight he's going to have some growing pains with this team this year i think it's going to be a rough year see how quickly he plays you know my suspicion he'll play right away if they're picking up number two. But I think it'll be a rough season for the Jets and I think his best hope is that they can add some pieces this year, add some pieces next year, and maybe have a better outcome in 2022. Mark Eaton is with us overall this year. Mark, how have you felt about this Jazz team and the way Coach Snyder has them playing? It's been fun to watch. What a run it's been. They've hit a little bit of a challenger with injuries, etc. the last week or two. But in general, they've really come together as a team. I think that the trust level and, and the rapport between the teammates out of the floor, it's been fun to just see them kind of come together and I think they'll get through this rough spot. I'm actually kind of glad they're having this rough spot now rather than 10 games from now because it gives them a chance to kind of go through that lull, which every team does, and kind of rebuild and regroup and build some momentum going into the playoffs. Dennis Dodd is with us from CBS Sports. I want to ask you about the Pac-12 Conference Commissioner search. How's it going? Yeah, it's not going well. They're screwing this thing up. I talked to a person yesterday that has intimate knowledge on the search and it's a mess. They're considering having two commissioners, one that would deal with the ADs and when they would do more administrative stuff. Well, who do those people report to each other? I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I can come up with five very capable people off the top of my head right now that could do that job. Hire one of tomorrow and be done with it. Instead of this drawn-out process, but the longer they go, the longer it looks like they're going to end up with another Larry Scott. Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. The Jazz take on the Suns on Friday. How important is that game when it comes to determining the best team in the West? I think it's huge. It may not be the difference maker in the standings, but those types of head-to-head matchups, they're real barometers, and they can have an impact on a team as they go into the playoffs. It is, of course, impactful in the standings. You have another game one way or the other, but I just think from a confidence standpoint, it's just far more impactful. You'll give yourself a real shot in the arm going to the playoffs if you handle the next team behind you in the standings in a positive way. I think that's more important than what that game will matter towards.
It is the big show. Happy Friday. Welcome on in 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Sounds of the week brought to you by the Davis Vision Spring LASIK Sale. It's going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save a thousand bucks. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today. 801-253-3080 Davis Vision. The big show brought to you each and every day by Big O Tires. Their spring supercell is here for a limited time. Save big on tires and service with financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. I'm not Gordon Monson, nor am I Jake Scott. Uh, so I, I would say that I slept better than Jake probably did last night. Uh, but I have a two-year-old that thinks she's a two-day-old. And Jake has a two-day-old now that is probably acting like a two-day-old. So he and I both did not get enough sleep, I'm sure. But Jake's got out on paternity. Gordon Monson out doing things far less honorable, I'm certain. Uh, and uh, joining us today, joining me, co-pilot, co-host today, I'm so excited. I've been begging him to do this since uh, he was a freshman, I think. Tanner Mangum is here on the show. Hi, Tanner. Man, what an honor to be here. Some big shoes to fill, but hoping I can uh, do Gordon and Jake some justice. Yeah, uh, well, Gordon, justice has escaped Gordon for for a long time. <laughs> uh, but Jake, I think we, we can uh, line up there. Uh, are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you worried? Oh, are I'm you, excited. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I, I want to learn more about that intro song first, by the way. I mean, <laughs> how long has that been around? So that that's by that's only a few weeks old, actually. A guy named Robert Lund. He d- I was going to say, it sounds new. I haven't heard it before. He does. You, you, I'm sure you've heard a bunch of his commercial jingles he's done. Uh, and, and he did in the 90s when the Jazz were in the finals and all that. He did a bunch of uh, albums about Basketball John and, and all kinds of stuff. But he and Gordon ha- and, and Jake go way back. And actually here at the warehouse where we are today, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake, he came by a few weeks ago and said, hey, I wrote this song. You can use it if you want or not. And I decided to make it the Friday intro. Friday's kind of a fun day, right? Yeah, that's amazing. We, Love we, it. We throw caution to the wind, and the rules are bent a little little uh, more often on Friday. Yeah, so ha- happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. Uh, are you a Saturday Warrior guy still, or have you given up pretty much? Uh, you look like you could play again. I mean. I'm, I'm actually really mad at you. <laughs> you, 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 at some point, it hasn't been that long. It's only been a couple here. years. But at uh, some point, here eat some carbs, Tanner Mangum. Oh, <laughs> no, trust me, I, I definitely am not in the same playing shape. But uh, you know, I, I do what I can. I, more than anything, I just, I just try to get outside. I mean, this past year has been tough with the pandemic. Working from home, I feel like I'm in, I'm indoors all day. So anytime I can get outside, I, I try to. Yeah, you've been one of those work-from-home fellas. Yes, work-from-home, which has been weird, a weird transition going from playing a sport and, and you know, dedicating my life to, to school and sport and then all of a sudden kind of moving on to the uh, to the uh, corporate world. It's been a weird transition, but I'm getting used to it, getting the hang of it. You, it's, it's funny, though, because uh, you, you, you came in here today straight from a work call. Yes, yes. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's probably all dressed to the nines. And then I remembered, oh, no, this, he's working from home. Yep. You don't have to – this is the best part about the pandemic. <laughs> exactly. You, is, you know, in radio, I, I can dress like a slob constantly, and it's fine. But in the regular 9 to 5 out there, you got to kind of dress business cash. But You can wake up and just – you can go on in your, in your pajamas or whatever you like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, it's – I'm sure it, that's it, It's going to be weird. It's going to be tough to uh, – once you go back to the office, kinda, you know, having to get dressed, having to put shoes on. Talk be, to people. Yeah. Ugh, people are the worst. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. All right. Uh, well, we are at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. We have jazz, garb, and swag. One per customer, please, when you come by so that everyone can 
uh, enjoy it. But come by, sift through, see what you've got, see what you like. But really come down and see the incredible, beautiful, amazing quality furniture at prices that will, as they say, blow your mind. I am myself a, a – I, I have a Google testimony out there about the warehouse uh, because I love this place. I was able to furnish our house and still feed my children. And that doesn't – that's not easy to that's do these That's not easy days. to do at all. And the warehouse, they make it possible. And uh, Gordon has bought things here. Jake has bought things here. Uh, Hans, Scotty, everybody uh, shops here at the warehouse. And it's because it doesn't make sense to go anywhere else. Come down, see what they got, and we'll talk to Clayton here in a little bit about the special boom deals he's going to throw out there uh, for you today. At 3 o'clock, we're going to hear from a guy, I think you've heard of him, Greg Rubel. Greg Rubel. You may have uh, met him a time Love or two. Love Greg. Uh, at 4 o'clock, we've got Howard Beck from Sports Illustrated for the NBA Daily Assist. Joe Ingles spoke earlier today at the Shootaround Show. We'll get some of that for you as well. Uh, but we've got Eric Jensen producing for us back in the studio today. And, Tanner, even though there's a huge jazz game tonight, I'm going to save that for a little bit because there was a unique moment yesterday for the local sports world here. So let's dive into the split story of the day, Eric, and we'll start with the NFL draft. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. With the second pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. You know what? I'm going to give it everything I have. You know, I worked uh, as hard as I could for this moment, and uh, there's not another team I'd want to play for besides the Jets. So I'm going to give it everything I have, and we're going to be a special team, baby. We're going for the Super Bowl. Oh, they'd love to hear that. All right, you're a Utah boy, born there, raised there, went to school there. How are you going to fit in to the Big Apple? Yeah, you know, just like every uh, a new, new situation that comes up in my life, I'm going to get everything I have. I'm going to, you know, find a new brotherhood and, and be able to, to connect with those guys and get everything I have with them. They must be thrilled in New York. Congratulations. I'm excited. Thank you so much. Split story of the day brought to you by Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Well, stop it. Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com. Tanner, there's the sound of Zach Wilson being taken second overall last night in the NFL draft. Not news if you've been, you know, getting on a computer in the last six months. Uh, It was expected that he'd go number two to the New York Jets. The Jets, we need to dive into and get your opinion on they as a franchise here in a moment. But you know Zach really well. You were teammates with Zach once upon a time. Uh, and uh, you, you, you and Zach kind of had similar career arcs. In fact, you have ties to Boise. He has t- ties to Boise. You guys have a lot in common. Your reaction to Zach Wilson being the number two pick in the NFL, that, that's when you stop and think about it, that's really, really cool. It really is. What a moment for him, his family, also for BYU, the football program as a whole. I mean, I think two years ago, no one in Utah would have predicted this. I mean, I, I, I've, I've just the other day when I, I yesterday, I mentioned how on this show two years ago in 2019, you asked me, Gordon and Jake asked me about what I thought about Zach compared to Tyler Huntley compared to Jordan Love, and granted, at that time, Utah Tyler Huntley was having an amazing season, statistically one of the best in the nation. Jordan Love was already getting NFL hype, and and they asked you, they asked me about a. Uh, who has the highest potential? 
as far as the highest ceiling NFL caliber potential. And I went with Zach just based on what I'd seen. It wasn't just because he was my friend or because he was my teammate. I, I was trying to give an honest assessment based on talent, based on capability. And, uh, and I knew he had the potential, but I, but no one knew, I think maybe number two pick overall. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's pretty high praise. And I mean, that's, it's unprecedented, especially for BYU. I mean, the highest pick before Zach was Ezekiel Onset, number five to the Lions. Um, Which it, no one saw that happening it, either when it, he stepped on another, campus. Another kind of a, yeah out-of-nowhere story. But yeah. with with Zach, I mean, you have to give him credit because since he was a kid, he's kind of been overlooked. He was a late bloomer. He developed late. He, didn't, he wasn't a highly heralded recruit. Uh, was committed to Boise State. Kalani and staff helped flip him to BYU. Uh, obviously because, you know, he had, he knew he'd have an opportunity to play and compete. Um, but, I mean, that first those first two years at BYU were not easy. I mean, it, 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 there were some growing pains. I mean, I, that, that 2018 season, my senior year, it was a new staff, new team. We were still trying to figure out who we were, uh, who what our identity was. 2019, it wasn't a great season for Zach. I mean, a lot of people were doubting that uh, he was even going to be able to have a, a successful college career. But then really he, he kept kept at it. The team kept at it. That's that's the biggest thing is the team got better. The system got better. They they really adapted and evolved. Credit to Coach Roderick, Coach Fessy Satake, and Kalani for really changing things and for developing this team to help this team shine in 2020. They put Zach in a position to succeed, and he was able to show his talent, to show his ability. I knew he had it. I knew I, I saw it from day one. But as you know, it, it's not about just having talent. You have to be in a position you have to be in a system that allows you to thrive, and they BYU created that. He thrived. He he showed what he could do, and then the NFL NFL world took notice, and here he is, number two overall pick. Congrats to him, and congrats to BYU. I'm glad you brought up that fact that you had picked Zach because that had that had escaped my memory. Uh, because at the time, I was one of those in that in that weird uh, minority as well, where uh, I I had it ranked Jordan Love, Zach Wilson, Tyler yeah. Huntley, and I was completely ridiculed and at the time I got it I understood because Tyler was on fire he had really improved his game he had really turned things around and and it but you went with Zach and every that's right everyone was like really is this just the homer pick is this yeah, just exactly. the teammate thing it totally and I totally understood that but here's the thing when you watch him play when you look at how he compose how he, how composed he is in the pocket the throws that he makes his arm talent, his athletic ability. I mean, in 2018, as a 18, 19-year-old kid, he was hurtling dudes <laughs> and just kind of showing some abilities that were, were pretty special. And and then, um, you know, I saw him up close and personal in the film room, how much of a film geek he was, just how much he studied, how much he prepared, how much he loved the game. Um, and I saw just some, some, I guess, hints of, Aaron Rodgers, kind of Patrick Mahomes, like the way he could throw sidearm, he could throw even like underhand, he could throw moving left, throwing across his body. He could do a lot of special things and make really tough throws look really easy. Kind of like what we see now at the at the NFL level, the kind of the, the mold that the NFL teams are looking toward is kind of like a Patrick Mahomes or a, a Josh Allen or a Russell Wilson, uh, you know, kind of mobile athletic quarterbacks who can make all the throws and I and I saw that and I and I I love Jordan Love I mean he's mechanically I mean he he throws a great ball he he's really polished really sharp and and uh, you know I, I think he's got potential and that's that's why I have to give a caveat to these projections because no one knows it's, it's still so early 
Uh, obviously, we don't know how things will pan out for, for all three of these guys. But as far as that actual potential, um, you know, I think that assessment of Zach Wilson having that ceiling um, is holding up pretty well. And I think NFL teams are noticing it as well. Yeah, and, and it's exciting. It's fun. Uh, I didn't see him being a first-round pick when he started out uh, and then eventually worked it. But I never saw him being a top-five guy. You mentioned last season how much that took him from this fringe first-round, second-round uh, NFL prospect to now being the second overall pick. How much of last season was a true representation of what he can do, and how much was it the competition was in a pandemic year and you were playing whoever you could whenever you could? Well, really, it was a perfect storm for, for Zach, if you're Zach, because now here they were. They were in their third year in that system with that coaching staff, which it takes three years to really get a team up to speed to, to be firing in all cylinders. So that that's piece number one. Piece number two is the guys around him were much more developed and just more experienced. You know, all those guys that he played with, his offensive line, his receivers, his running back, a lot of the defensive players were guys that I played with in 2018. They were freshmen, sophomores then. So now here they are three years later. They're, they're seniors, juniors are seniors, a lot of upperclassmen. They just have much more experience. They're stronger, they're bigger, they're faster. And then piece number three is, yeah, a lighter schedule, which as much as people might want to hate, it helps mm -hmm. because it allows you, one, to gain confidence, and two, to shine. Uh, and so Zach really, you know, he worked really hard to better himself and then the team also as well. And you put that together uh, against the schedule they had, they could really go out and just dominate people and yeah. destroy people. And, and by doing that, kind of, you know, put the spot the spotlight on him, and and you know teams were taking notice. Not as many teams were playing, so they were on TV more. Uh, and and I think NFL scouts saw what he could do, despite the lack of tough competition. Look at the eye test. Look at how he just look how he throws. Look how he plays out there. Look at the way he throws. Look at the throws he makes. Whether it's against a good team or a bad team, you can tell if a quarterback has the juice. If a quarterback can spin it. And I think you can tell that with Zach right away just by watching him. Yeah, I, every time I think about uh, I find myself going down that road of, yeah, but look at who they played last year, which Gordon Doc talks about that all the time, that it may not be a true representation of the hardest competition. But then I stop myself and go, well, hold on. Jordan Love had a pretty terrible, compared to relative to what he was supposed to do, final year at Utah State. And still there were uh, NFL scouts at every game, every practice, always around, and, and, and whenever you'd ask any of them, they'd say, no, he could throw nine picks today. We saw what we want to see. We like what we see. It was the same with Josh Allen. It, oh, it, good point, yeah. Josh Allen's uh, junior year or maybe sophomore year, and then he went out as junior year, but his second to last year lit it up, and that's that's where he got all that NFL hype, similar to Jordan Love. But then, his, but then once the hype was on him, he didn't perform as well. I think Josh Allen's completion percentage was in the 50s. I think so, in, yeah. His last year at Wyoming. I mean, it, he didn't have a great year, but – Again, they could see the potential. They could see his ability, his size, his arm. And I think it was, it's similar with Zach, except in this case, Zach had saved his best for last. And he really did just come out firing. But not, more than anything, he showed his, he showed his progress in the decision-making side of the game. Uh, he took care of the ball. He was smart with it. He, you know, he, he, just, he just looked more in control, looked more polished, looked more uh, composed. And, uh, and and obviously it helps having the support staff around him against a lighter schedule, which he's not going to get in the AFC East. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, with the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots, I and mean, those are some 
tough teams that he's, he's going to have to face twice a year. And obviously the Jets are rebuilding and they don't have the greatest support staff around him. Uh, but, you know, I bet I think there's potential for it. We can talk about that later. But, you know, he's going to have his hands full. But, uh, you know, I, I think the potential is there. If, if they can get the right pieces around him and get him in the, in the right system, just kind of like what, what BYU did, he's got the potential to really light it up. Yeah, we'll dive into uh, the Jets as an organization and uh, how or where Zach fits in there and whether that's good, bad, or in between news later in the show. Coming up next, we got to get into a little jazz talk as they've got a showdown for the number one seed coming up tonight. But we are live today. Tanner Mangum here with Austin Orton on the big show. Live at the warehouse in Salt Lake City, 1825 South, 300 West, 1825 South, 300 West. Just uh, either get off 21st South exit and head north. We're on the east side of the road or get off, I don't know, what's the next one, 1300 South and head south. And, again, we're here on the east side of the road. We're here with Clayton, though, at the warehouse. And, Clayton, we're here every week with you guys. We love you. We all are customers of this place. I I just was telling Tanner and and the guys that uh, you not only provide wonderful, incredibly high-quality furniture, but at a price that I'm able to then afford mortgage, food, clothing (laughs) for my family. So, first of all, thank you. And how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so happy. Have you met Tanner before? I've never met Tanner. Good to meet you. Tanner, what's up, brother? I'm a huge BYU fan. Thanks so for thanks for having us. Thanks for having. That's me. not what you said last week when we had a Utah guy on. Oh no, please! I'm just kidding. I'm just totally kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyone who listens who knows me know that's didn't insane. You pl- didn't you run at BYU? I ran at the Red BYU. BYU oh, Hawaii. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Yeah, right. I played. I did uh, soccer and cross country. So I didn't know you played wow. soccer. Dual athlete. Good I'd for play. you. Yeah, thank <laughs> Dual you. athlete. No so big check, deal. So check this out. I graduated with zero in debt, and all I did was play on the beach and play sports. So That's amazing. I had a wonderful college career. You haven't That's had amazing. a good life at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we could get into it, but no one would want to hear it, I think. So tell us what – so everything down here is on, on deal, on a steal all the time, but what's, well, what kind of specials you got it's today? It's just – it's awesome. You know, my dad, he's alive. We've got the news. He's out of the ICU. So, you know – Jake had a baby yesterday. My little brother, Toph, who's usually on the show, just got married yesterday. It's just it's Yesterday good. was the day. Yesterday was the big day. Oh, how'd Congrats. You, how'd Lots you do to celebrate. that? Thanks. Uh, it's just weird having Younger my, brother getting married before you. Well, he's younger and taller and better looking and smarter, so whatever. I Let him th- have it. I went through the same thing. Yeah, no. My brother, my younger brother, better he's everything. He's a favorite. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, Fun day, though. Good, good day. And, you know, I, I, I'm just – it's. I'm just happy, dude. I'm just really happy. And, and, you know, for all our listeners who don't know, we have been authorized by our suppliers to do a liquidation of our manufacturer's inventory. So if you're if you're just listening for the first time or you're just getting to know the warehouse or if you've been listening forever and you kind of know what we do here, it's been really hard during coronavirus to have inventory. Well, that's kind of our specialty. We always have onesie, two, onesie twosie items here that you can get today. We have it in stock. Come in, buy it, and take it today. Not like other stores where you got to go in, you know, you look at a sectional, you look at a sofa, you look at a bed, and you're like, wow, I really like that. And they're like, yeah, we'll get here in 16 weeks. Yeah, right. So our manufacturers have taken note of that, and they said, look, we've got a bunch of stuff that's last year's models. We're going to send it to you in truckloads. Get rid of it. So what does that mean? Deals. Yeah. And I got crazy deals. We brought in a special sales team, and and, uh, I think last week we got two truckloads in today. And I kind of wanted to break Tanner in because this is Tanner's first time here. And if Tanner doesn't know, and for the listeners, they know, we're like the adjustable bed place. If you need an adjustable bed, like 
This is the place to do it. I'm going to start off with our split king. So, Tanner, if you have a king-size bed, but let's say your wife doesn't like when you snore, so in the middle of the night she grabs the remote and wants to raise your head up a little bit, we do what's <laughs> called a split king. So the, the bases are split in half so that you can go up, but she stays flat. Or vice versa. It's pretty handy, pretty useful. It's pretty cool. We also do solid king. So I'm going to talk to you about our split king deal. Normally, if you go to another store, let's say one of our competitors down the road, you can find a split king for $38.99, maybe $31.99. That's just the base. Here at the warehouse this weekend, we're going to do a split king adjustable base with mattress. Now, I have two different kinds of bases. I got one that doesn't have massage. And one that does have massage. Well, that's a no-brainer. You go with the one with the massage. Of course. We're going to call it the Tanner Special. Uh Uh-oh. If you you come in today, tomorrow, through Monday, and you mention Tanner's name, I'm going to do the one with massage for $22.99, including the mattress. With everything? With everything. That's incredible. That's adjustable base split with the mattress and massage. You mentioned Tanner's name, $22.99. Boom. Wow. No kidding, boom. Because I, I came in here and bought that same thing from you a while back. And Don't tell them how much you paid. No, I won't. But, <laughs> but uh, this is this is a lot less. And it was a lot less then. It was still the best deal then. And now you're doing, like, incredible stuff to get it even lower. That's see that, amazing. See that guy behind you, Austin? Yeah. I guy, can't turn left. The guy with the white hair, not my uncle? Yeah. That's like... The top notch, one of the top notch suppliers in the furniture industry. Is he? He's coming. He's authorized us to do these truckload sales, so we're getting truckloads, and that's what I'm saying. We've been authorized to do this manufacturer liquidation. So if you need some furniture, come in and come see us this weekend, especially with that Tanner deal, and get yourself a split king bed. Yeah, Tanner knows all about the, you know, uh, raising the expectations, living up to expectations, and then surprising some people. And that deal was all of that in, in one. Boom. It's like a Hail Mary at Nebraska right now. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us the price again. Split King with mattress. Split King. We're going to do in the adjustable mattress. That's the massage. So it's the deluxe It's the deluxe base with a mattress, twenty two ninety nine. That's stupid. That's amazing. That's incredible. Boom. 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. It is the warehouse. We'll talk with you soon again, Clayton. Thanks, Appreciate buddy. you guys. We'll be right back on the big show. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce? Get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Ring the 30-point bell. The Jazz, the Suns, the number one seed currently belongs to Utah. The number two seed currently belongs to Phoenix. Tonight, 7 o'clock pregame, 8 o'clock tip-off. Joe Ingles will be back in the starting lineup, assumedly, as Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley are both out. Royce O'Neal questionable tonight with a wrist problem. Joe Ingles talked about the depth or lack thereof going into tonight's game. 
Um, I mean, honestly, kind of no different than what we've been through before. I mean, obviously, as the, the year goes on, like it's a, it's almost a part of our job. Like there's going to be guys kind of in and out to a certain extent. So yeah, obviously we're playing a good team again tonight and the guys that are out there playing will, will, will do what we need to do. And uh, I think it was good. I mean, even last game to, to get those young guys some more minutes and make them feel comfortable. And uh, I think they, they did a, a hell of a job out there. So yeah, if they step in tonight at some point for, for whatever reason, whether it be injuries or fouls or, or any situation, a matchup, uh, I think they'll, they'll all feel confident kind of stepping in there and, and doing a good job for us. There you go, Joe Ingles, pregame at 7, tip-off at 8. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner. Syringa Networks, 385-420-7881, or visit syringanetworks.net. What do you want? You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Just doing it big, you know. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I'm Austin Horton in for Jake and Gordon. Tanner Mangum flying co-pilot with me today. Having a lot of fun here at the warehouse. 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Jeremy tweets in, hey, since you're at the warehouse today, my wife and I are probably stopping by tomorrow. Do they deliver? We can make that happen. We can work that out here at the warehouse. Come on in and talk to the guys. Tell them you heard it here on The Zone and they'll... They'll take care of you for a pretty sweet deal. Tanner, we talked a lot about Zach Wilson and the NFL and the Jets. Or we're going to get into the Jets uh, next segment and what it looks out for looks like for Zach. But you're an NBA guy. You like basketball. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Who, who was your team growing up? You're an Idaho kid, so. I, I know. I'm going to get a lot of oh, no, a don't lot of, say a lot of hate for this. I grew up in Idaho. We didn't have a sports team. Don't say this. Oh, where you're going. We've not talked about this, and I know what you're going to say. I am a huge LeBron James fan. Oh, well, that's better than I thought you were going to say. Were you thinking? I thought you were going to go straight Lakers. Okay. As a kid, I loved Kobe. Yeah. Well, I, that's you can love Kobe and still hate yeah, the Lakers, that, right? I, I, was, I wasn't <laughs> like a diehard Lakers fan, but I loved Kobe. I mean, I was more of a players guy. Like, I loved Kobe. I loved LeBron. I still, you know, still do. My dad grew up in Salt Lake City, though, so he was a big jazz fan. Okay. So in 1998, I, this is my first ever NBA memory, was watching the 98 NBA Finals against the, the Bulls Jazz. And my brother, brothers and I, we, we loved MJ. And so we were stoked when he hit that game, you know, that, that last shot. But uh, my dad, <laughs> I know. It's, I'm it's, sorry it's, I asked. It's, it's painful. And I, mean, I hate to be saying this on, on, on air, but uh, I'm, just, I'm just speaking the truth. But, you know, so but, but at the end of the day, though, I, you know, ever since coming to Salt Lake or coming to Utah for school, I cheer for the Jazz. You know, I root for the Jazz. Like, I, I want them to do well. I'm, I'm, I support them. I'm not, I'm not like a fan that's going to be a diehard but i got a lot of respect for him the peanut gallery yelled you're fired so uh, i don't know what to tell you about that but that's fine you did my one and only show on 1280 you know what though i will i kind of so my cousin grew up uh just outside of anaheim and everyone that he grew up with was huge la lakers fans lakers dodgers and but Mm -hmm. he bucked the trend and cheered for the jazz 
because we li- our his cousins lived here and the jazz were good and so I kind of respect people that don't go with what you're quote unquote expected to go mm-hmm. with. You being a Mormon kid growing up in Idaho with ties to Utah, you were supposed to grow up cheering for the Jazz. Dad. Very easily could have. I think that that's like in the Bible somewhere. So you gotta you gotta <laughs> reread that thing. But the Jazz have a huge showdown tonight with the Phoenix Suns. And uh, oh, Dan tweets in and says, "Get Tanner off the show now." So that's <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do. You're calling for my head already. But you you are cheering for the Jazz tonight. I understand. Absolutely. Uh, the Suns are almost fully healthy. I think Jay Crowder is questionable. With an ankle sprain. Meanwhile, the Jazz are without Donovan Mitchell. They're without Mike Conley for sure tonight as he nurses a hamstring. Royce O'Neal, last I saw, is questionable with a, uh, a dinged-up wrist of some sort. And, of course, Adoka Azubuki is still out as he uh, was lucky, lucky to keep his leg after the injury he had earlier this year in the G League. So, the Jazz with the number one seed, staring down the face of ten games left, one tonight, and the Suns with the number two seed, it's kind of been almost accepted like the Suns are going to take over the Jazz for that number one seed. I don't know where you stand on that, Tanner, but anytime things are expected in the NBA, I tend to raise an eyebrow and go, well, let's hold on a second and see how this thing plays out. Because even though the Jazz are going to be down Donovan, uh, uh, Mike, and possibly Royce tonight, they still have a roster of of shooters and Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson and George Niang has really made himself a bona fide outside threat. They've shown all year long that they can play with any combination of guys. That's something that's been impressive about the Jazz is that regardless of the lineup that they go in with night in, night out, they find ways to win. Even when they've had some of their stars out, they still look like a really sharp, polished team. But I think it's going to come down to consistency over this last 10-game stretch because at times the Jazz looked like by far and away the best team in the league, but then other nights they you know they, they lose three games to the Timberwolves this season. <laughs> weird. And so yeah. it's it's been a little bit of a weird kind of up and down year, but overall, no NBA team is going to have a perfect season. Every NBA team is going to have good nights and bad nights. Overall, the Jazz have been very solid with or without their stars, and I think I think they rise to the occasion tonight, especially with this huge matchup with number one seed on the line. So let me ask you uh, something that's always bounced around in my head. You played for Bronco Mendenhall. I did. Bronco Mendenhall, it, it, you know, in my time covering BYU sports, when it would come down to that game against Utah, these big matchups, Bronco Mendenhall always told us in the media that it's just another game. He had that <laughs> approach. I have to believe that behind closed doors he was different. He, he was, he, But he didn't make it life or death, right? So when you've got this big kind of matchup tonight between the Jazz and the Suns, it seems to me like the fans and the media are all up in arms over this one seed, but the Jazz are kind of like, no, we just want to keep getting better, and if we win, great. If not, it doesn't decide anything tonight. In terms of Bronco approaching that rivalry game, what do you think is the best way to mentally prepare yourself for what is really more than just another game? I think Bronco and Quinn have some similarities in the fact that they're both very cerebral, uh, very highly intelligent and, of course, th- they might give those those uh, those types of, of answers. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to the players, every game means different things. Uh, every game matters in a different way, especially a game like this, which for the Jazz and the Suns, there's almost kind of a bit like a baby rivalry that's formed. I think especially with the Donovan-Devin Booker comparisons. Yeah. There's always on Twitter, there's always a lot of banter back and forth of who's better. Um, but... 
for the players with this type of number one with this number one seed on the line and this type of matchup, I mean they're they're stepping up. You know they 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 know they have obviously there are seventy two games in a season, but this one they're they're um, you know they're gearing up for this one and um, we'll see how it plays out. But I know for sure, I, just as a former player, whatever sport it might be, when you have a big matchup like this, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna step up and, and you know and bring everything you've got. Yeah, and it's it's like. I understand that it's a really big deal to be able to say we were the best team in the NBA regular season. We were the best team in the Western Conference. We had the number one seed. As you look back in history as a fan, you look on this season. But if you get to the playoffs as the number one seed, but everyone's hurt, what good is that going to do you? What 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 really are you hanging your hat on? There's something that doesn't ultimately matter. The Jazz sometimes get some shine for hanging division banners uh, in, in uh, the arena and how that some say that looks a little small time or whatever while they're hanging division banners. The Lakers are only hanging championship banners, that whole thing, whatever. But if you're hanging a banner for uh, like, like uh, uh, University of Maryland, Baltimore County or whatever that was when they beat Virginia and they made a big banner, mm -hmm. that's a little different. But it's like, okay, what does that really do for you? So health has to be the number one goal, right? The Jazz have got to get – to the playoffs, ready to go 100%. Well, I've been saying this all season long. As, as I watch, I'd say, man, they, they look incredible. They, they look, they're just you know, the best that I've seen the Jazz play. But can they do it when it matters? When, but when playoffs come, are they able to put this type of product on the floor? And if they're not healthy, they're not going to be able to. And so at the end of the day, of course, the health is number one priority. Uh, because, I mean, how disappointing would it be to have this type of season, breaking records, you know, one of the best regular seasons in Jazz history, but then to s stumble into the playoffs mm. and to not be at full strength and to bow out early, I mean, that would just be a massive disappointment. So whatever the Jazz need to do to get healthy, they need to do it because there's, I think there's a, they've put, they've anointed you know, themselves as, you know, by, you know, just, just by the way that they've played, they've shown that they have incredible potential, but if they can't get there healthy, then, it, you know, what's, that would be, it'd just be a massive disappointment. Yeah, the, the whole season has been nationally and locally. You hear it a lot about the Jazz is, yeah, they've been great, but yes. what are they going to do in the playoffs? Yeah, they're the number one team now, but let's see what they do in the postseason. And right now for me, it's, yeah, they've been great. The but remains is the health. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like they are good enough if they get to the playoffs healthy that that contender talk is not just local media shine yes. on this team. No, I, I agree with you 100%. I think when you watch them play, and you watch them play against the, the different top teams in the league and the way, they've, the way that they've competed and battled against the top teams in the league, they definitely have the potential. And, and I've never seen it from a Jazz team like, like this one. And uh, yeah, I, I've been really impressed with the development of, I mean, I think about Conley and the, the difference between his first season and, and this season here with the Jazz. Um, just really stepped up. I mean, his, his first All-Star season in his in his career, Rudy just continues to be dominant. Joe has just been in lights out and yeah. just, uh, at an insane pace. Uh, and then Clarkson off the bench. I mean, sixth man of the year, absolutely. They, they have incredible pieces. And then, of course, Donovan. You know, they're they're loaded. They they have a great roster. They they're well coached. They move the ball well. They just they play well as a team. And so you you want to see them go far. But I think, like you said, the kind of the uh, the jazz mentality is, yeah, but because I think jazz fans have been disappointed so many times. There's been a lot of hope before, or potential sure. before, but it's never been realized. And so, I think jazz fans are hesitant to 
to go all in because they don't want to get hurt again. They're trying to protect their hearts. Um, so nah, they, don't so, do that. So they don't get heartbroken again. But I mean, I really think <laughs> the potential's there. And the Western Conference is tough, but they've shown that they can beat any team in the Western Conference. Uh, before we break, you mentioned you brought up Mike Conley, and just real quick, he is ha- uh, uh, nursing that hamstring, and that's one of those injuries. I think everybody has had one or has seen someone that has had one that can pop back up at any time. It's mm-hmm. it's very fickle. It's very uh, in and out with its uh, it, whether it feels good or not, and it can go real quick. But it's also one of those injuries that you could lie to someone about. He could lie to and say, no, nah, I feel great. How hard is it as a competitor, as an athlete, to be able to humble yourself and say, I need to sit out for a bit here? Oh, it's extremely tough. But I think, fortunately, Mike is a savvy veteran. He knows – this, he knows how to. He knows his body better than anyone, and he knows the the, the grind of a season. I, I think a lot of people don't realize how intense a seventy-two or an eighty-two game season is. I mean, think about if you just went out and played a pickup game. <laughs> Not me, you. Let's start a, with you. I mean, anyone, anyone <laughs> p- playing one game yeah. is pretty exhausting. It's pretty, I, I get it's, winded mowing the lawn, Taylor. Yeah, it's so it's pretty tiring, and if they're playing <laughs> a full speed NBA basketball game against the best competition in the world every other day. I mean, your bodies are, are exhausted. Your bodies are tired. And and I, I don't think it's a surprise that with the shortened off season, a lot of players are hurt this year. Yeah. A lot of injuries going on. And and so I bet I, so I, that being said, Mike knows this. He he's aware. He knows how to he knows how to, you know, the 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 load management type of type of deal. He's being smart with it. I don't think he's going to be the type that's going to be uh, foolish when it comes to pushing his body too much. He knows when, what, what games he needs to take off because he knows the end game. He knows what they're going for. It's not about you know p- winning every single regular season game and going seventy two and zero. It's just about getting you know being at your best. Make sure making sure that your team uh, is at its best, but then getting to the playoffs healthy because that's where the Jazz need to shine. And so I think I trust I trust his judgment and uh, and, and the team's judgment as well that they have the big picture in mind. You hear from Joe Ingles a little later on the show as we get you ready for that big showdown tonight. He is Tanner Mangum live here with me today, Austin Horton at the warehouse, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. We got some piles of jazz gear. Come down, grab one per customer, please, and we'll talk to Clayton here in the next segment about the incredible deals they've got going on. We'll also touch briefly on the Jets and why it's the worst or not the worst place for Zach Wilson to start his NFL career. Next, right here on the Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hey, Mother's Day is May 9th, and if you look at the calendar, tomorrow's May 1st. So doing my on-air math, as we heard earlier, you probably shouldn't do that, but that's eight days away, essentially. Well, Minky Couture has you uh, taken care of. May 9th, Mother's Day, get the best blanket ever that is also the best gift ever. Sandy and her staff, they always do it right, and they're doing it again for our listeners. Check this deal out. 50% off right now at Minky Couture. 50 five, zero. Mention Zone 50 at a store near you or put the promo code online 
at minkycouture.com, zone50. You'll get 50% off. Minky Couture for Mother's Day, Minky Couture. Tanner, have you taken care of the mothers in your life yet? Okay. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> I was going to say. That's all. The, 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 the pause was, oh, gosh, I hope they're not listening. Uh, uh, yeah. No. So. Well, and, uh, I mean, I, I'm excited because, uh, for those who don't know, my, my wife is uh, – we're expecting. woo uh, And so um, definitely going to have to do something special for this Mother's Day. Yeah. You got to – it's it, – there's more pressure on this Mother's mm-hmm. Day than, than yes. usual. Uh, all right. Before we get to uh, Clayton and then Greg Rebell's going to join us at the top of the hour – Real quick, Zach Wilson, the Jets, we all know the history of the Jets. They haven't done anything with any quarterback that's gone there. The last guy that made it past his rookie contract was, I think, Chad Pennington. Mark Sanchez got him to -to back-to-back AFC title appearances, and then he was gone after his rookie deal that Mm -hmm. season. And now here's this new regime in town and a new guy in Zach Wilson how much confidence do you, Tanner Mangum, have that the Jets won't screw Zach Wilson up? Ooh, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. The NFL is a tough business, and it is very hard to turn a team around in a matter of one year. Uh, and I think they have – I mean, on paper, it's a good coaching staff. I, I would like to think that they know what they're doing. I like their their pick at 14. After they picked Zach, they went and got Elijah Vera Tucker from USC – Immediately addressing their offensive line needs, trying to protect Zach, um, and I and I, I like Mike Lafleur, the uh, the uh, OC that uh, came over with Coach Robert Solly from San Francisco. Uh, I like I like his scheme. It's, it's similar to what his brother Matt does with Green Bay, and similar to what they that Kyle similar to what Kyle Shanahan does in San Francisco with Jimmy. Um, you know, I, I like the scheme. I think it's a good fit for Zach, but uh, it's I mean it's, I, I, I talked about earlier in the show. It's a tough division. Uh, he doesn't have the greatest weapons around him. I think they need to go out and get some some pass catchers for him, some playmakers. Uh, but there's a lot of holes in that Jet team, and and so I, as hopeful as I want to be, you got to be realistic that it's tough. And uh, and so I I think there's potential for him to do really well. And even, you know even if they win a few more games than last year, I think it's a success. I think if he can. You know, even a 500 record would be amazing. You know, last year they were two and 14, so any type of improvement would be a step in the right direction. But also at the same time, I think there's there's potential that it doesn't work out. And you know, look what happened to Sam Darnold. There was all this hope for him that he would be able to turn around, but he didn't really get the help that he needed. And so even though he's, I think he's a good quarterback, he kind of got you know pushed out uh, because there wasn't the team wasn't having yeah. success. And so I hope. It's not a repeat of that, but I, I think that this this coaching staff will put better pieces around him, support Zach, give him give him some some help, and allow him to to uh, to, to succeed. So we'll see. I think we all have that hope. Uh, I, I I'm glad I'm not Zach for that reason, because it would be really hard for a guy like me to mentally be like, okay, no, this will be okay, we'll be all right, because I would look at yeah. I'm not dumb and he's not dumb, and you look at what the Jets haven't been able to do and. So you you just kind of you're you're like okay let's cross our fingers and hope that this is the right thing to do and as macabre as it might sound I just hope he makes it through his rookie season healthy yeah I mean, I look at it as a Joe Burrow situation and it 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 was terrible what happened with Joe with Joe's injury but so last year it's it's not like the Bengals all of a sudden became a contender and and we're all, we're all of a sudden a playoff team but they showed enough flashes Joe showed enough. Uh, talent and and uh, bright spots to show that he was worthy of the number one pick. He showed that he, what he was capable of. He showed that he was one of the one of the you know one of the better quarterbacks. 
And so I think it's a similar deal with, with Zach. I don't expect them to all of a sudden become a contender, but if he can show flashes, if he can show some progress, then I think there's hope. Absolutely. Tanner Mangum here with me today at the Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. A manufacturer's authorized liquidation. Those are big words, and I'm going to let Clayton describe to you just what they mean. But I'll, I'll wrap it up and hand it over to Clayton by saying, it's you're not going to find anything better than the quality and the prices here at the warehouse. Hey, listen, before we get into crazy deals and percentages, I just want to say, man, Zach Wilson, Draper kid, $35 million four year, number two in the NFL draft. Is that the highest Utah local kid to ever go in the NFL draft? No, yeah. I, well, I guess Alex Smith didn't grow up here, but he went that's to college saying, here. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Utah hmm. local. Homegrown. I think so, yeah. Last night there were two Utah kids. There was Zach and then Penny Sewell. From, right. From Oregon, right? Yeah, I went to Oregon, but from Salt Lake as well. Um or St. George. Yeah, but Utah. Yeah, yeah. He's in Utah. Yeah, Desert yeah. Hills, yeah. Utah he, yeah, he grew up in St. In George. The Bengals screwed that up, but by it, the way, but, not picking but him. But is that? I'm young. I'm only I'm only like 30, so I don't I don't know. Check my history. <laughs> no, I well, there's never been a number two draft pick from a Utah college before. Yeah. And so if the other one, there's and I don't think there's ever been a Utah-raised kid that went number one, so that would answer yeah, your question. Yeah, he is the highest. Yeah. I mean, it's that's huge. That's yeah. huge. Who cares what team he goes to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my book, because, be, be, because you know, you can look at somebody that I, I went to East High. You can go to East and say, you can do it. Zach did it. Yeah. Utah kid, grow up, play high school here, play college totally. here. Who who that's huge for is Kalani Satake. Oh, right? NYU, yeah. Right? Yeah. Or any it high school it helps, coach. It helps with recruiting big time. Yep, oh, sure. Of course. Yep. So, you know, hats off to Zach. And I said this in the last break, but. You know, my family's huge BYU fans, so I'm just stoked to be here with Tanner, too. <laughs> I still remember the Boise State game when, dude, are you kidding me? We were going nuts. Well, uh, So I'm, I'm like fanning they're, out right now. <laughs> one of the few good games of my career. So I'm yeah. sure, yeah. Come yeah. on, give yourself more credit. It was a hack other than that game, and uh, the Wisconsin, and then uh, we had the Nebraska game. I was just going to say Nebraska. On and on and on. Look at the fake humility coming from so, this guy. So with this manufacturer's authorized manufacturer liquidation, I told you this guy, like he's coming up behind me right now. This is one. This is one of the top-notch guys in the furniture industry, and he came in. And he was like, "BYU football." What? I was like, "Wait, where are you from? Oklahoma? Let me show you a game when we took uh, Oklahoma to school." Oh, want to see another one? We threw on Nebraska because we've got we've got the Disney Plus or whatever. I don't even know what it. And you can like look up old games on BYU TV. So we showed him. On Disney Plus? I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, okay. Apple, right, right. Apple TV. It gotcha. might be yeah, Apple okay. TV. Right. Whatever BYU Sports is. It's like that ESPN with. contract's really working out. <laughs> if you're watching BYU games on Disney Plus. Yeah. Whatever whatever it's affiliated with BYU TV Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. The, the get, point remains, yeah. Let's get into the deals. So you you Tanner, you put out a Tanner Mangum deal of last course. segment. I'm, I'm honored. I Re- had to. Remind everyone about that because uh, I have uh, the I had to come down and get this same thing from you guys. And it changed our lives. It absolutely changed our lives because I snore really badly at our house. And my <laughs> wife raises my head, and it saved our marriage. Listen, this is the thing. If you've ever thought about getting an adjustable bed, do it. Yeah. And if you've never thought about it, come in and think about it. Because everyone in my house now sleeps on an adjustable bed. My sister. Now, I have four. Well, there's four of us. I have three siblings. They're all married except for me. I know I'm the black cheek. I'm 30 and I'm not fetching married. 
my mom's looking at me right now, giving me a scolding. <laughs> but listen, she's fine with it. Yeah, I don't know if she's fine <laughs> with it, but listen, an adjustable bed can help you in so many different ways, and not not if you're 60, 70. You know, I'm 30 and I love my adjustable bed, and especially with this deal, the Split King adjustable base. That means that your partner can be flat, or you can both be up. And the cool thing is it's head up and foot up. So let's say you're watching TV, you're watching the game. You put your head up, you put your foot up, and you're kind of in that, like, I call it, like, the W position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in this W position, and all of a sudden, you know, you have your memory sittings. You just hit sleep, and you go completely flat. And then you throw the massage on. Or let's say your partner starts snoring. You just grab the remote and their head up a little bit. Yeah. Stops them from snoring. It's so much better than a box spring. Why would you buy a bed and get a box spring that's been around for who knows how many years when you have technology like this that can help you stop snoring, can raise you up? And especially at this price, we're doing the Split King Adjustable Base with massage. If you come in and mention Tanner's name through Monday at twenty two ninety nine. Now, that's not just the base. That's also the base and the mattress. There, th- you don't. That's unheard of. Twenty two ninety nine. That no one does that, Clayton. But your mom what? is here. She's hearing you do this. Is she all right with this? Guess what? I'm the boss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, oh, I don't know since, about all that. Since ta- well, at the store, I'm the boss. As <laughs> soon as I leave and go home, I'm not the boss. So, but since my dad, in his situation, you know, and, and we've re- we've received so many support from from customers and the radio station, I I just wanted to quickly give an uh, an update on my dad as soon as I finish with these deals because. You know, he's out of the ICU, he's in rehab, he's doing so well, and we've re- we've received so much love from the community and the listeners here at the station. And so from me personally, from my family, I just want to thank everyone at 1280 Family, to the listeners. My dad is alive, he's doing good. You know, it's a long process, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. And And I think that's kind of the spirit here at the warehouse. Well, it's a testament to your dad and your family overall that when you get in, a, in straits like that, the uh, reaction is to give you guys so much love because you've given us all this. If I was in that situation, everyone would be like, "Woohoo, finally!" But <laughs> your dad and your family, everyone rallies around you, and that's it's, it's, it's like, a testament to your st- your staple in the community here. I, it's like me and you've been teasing about Tom Curl. Of course, he's got to survive it so that when he's better, he can <laughs> one up somebody on his story. <laughs> that's right? exactly right. He's yep. Mister Story. Well, unheard of deals, and of course, the manufacturer's authorized liquidation. You guys, it's been hard to get inventory in this industry during the pandemic, but that's your that's what you that's your niche. You guys always have stuff ready to go. And let me finish with this. Just like just like you were mentioning Austin, it's been so hard to get inventory during the pandemic. And check out this deal that I've got with this manufacturer authorized uh, liquidation. I have a 6-piece sectional. I can and because this dude's here, I can tell you the brand. Usually we can't tell you brands. I have a six-piece sectional made by Steve Silver. Steve Silver is one of the best high-end manufacturers. Sounds like it. Of the name like Silver. Steve Silver. Regular $36.78. We're doing it this weekend only $19.98. Boom. Come get yourself a sectional, a six-piece sectional for $19.98. That's unheard of. It's almost half off. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you'll have it for years and years and years and years, and you'll look like you're rich and you're not. Guess what? That's what I love about the warehouse. At the warehouse, we don't just promise things and don't deliver. We promise 80% off, and we really give you 80% off. He's Clayton. It's the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake City. Boom is how it's done. Boom. We'll be right back. Greg Rubel on the other side here on The Big Show.